Hello everybody, Jim Malone here, coming to you live on Dallas Trading Floor. Well, it is Monday, and it looks as if, uh, well, it is. <laughs> um, the uh, Amazon is split 20 for 1, and uh, very interesting um, things going on here. Uh, it is split 20 for 1, and I want to kind of show you some of the you know action on it, but I also want to caution you because I do think that once we get through with this, uh, we may have a situation where uh, we're going to be selling, um, you know, we're possibly going to be selling this. But before we do that, let's get into the slides. Basically, what happened is uh, Amazon was up on the first day of the split. And it is up after hours. It was up about 2%, which is not really that big a deal uh, because I do believe that what's going to happen is now that it's split, many people are going to uh, take, take it and uh, put it back into their portfolios and they're going to sell it off. So I do expect that we're going to get some selling pressure uh, going into uh, this week. But we'll see. Typically what happens when a stock splits is that it will run up into the split and then once that split happens, it will pull back. Now, it's true, Amazon is one of the all-time great stocks, but here's the thing. I remember when this happened, believe it or not, 20 years ago with uh, with Microsoft. Now, it thought everybody thought that it was just going to continue to go up and up and up. Well, Microsoft split, but then when it hit the peak, it started to pull back, and it didn't recover for 17 years. So I would be a little bit careful here. Uh, but, you know, there, this is going to allow a lot of people to get into the stock. But I would be very, very cautious about buying at this level. I just I just would uh, based on kind of what's, you know, what's happened in the past. Now, I want also to uh, indicate if you're watching on TikTok, uh, if you want to go ahead and get the the list, the heat map, and this is a great thing, just go to, the, just take a picture of this QR code, or you can go to the, um, you can go to Beacons, and I mean, you can go to the to my profile, click on Beacons, and get it that way. But this is a good opportunity to get a list of all the stocks that are doing well in the market right now. So. Without further ado, let's get into some of the other things. This is sort of how the stock market was 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 running today. The Dow was up just barely. I mean, not hardly at all. The S and P was up significant. You know, pretty good, about about point uh, three one. Nasdaq was up a little bit. I think that all had to do also with you know with the uh, um, with. Um, uh, with Amazon, Russell was uh, was up nicely, and then also the IBD 50. This is the kind of the growthy stocks up 0.3, but not really very exciting. We started out very strong today, but you know we didn't see a whole lot of action. Now, for action, I want to show you three, actually four actionable stocks that I'm looking at right now. Now, I don't own any of these, but I want to kind of go down these. And some of these stocks are right ready to buy right now. Now, if you'll notice, they're mostly in the oil and gas sector. And that's been the sector that has been having a tremendous, uh, has, has been having tremendous uh, strength. So I want to kind of go down some of these, some of these, um, some some of these uh, some of these symbols right now. The first one is PDS, and that's called precision drilling, 
And basically, this is a Canadian company, and it's got extremely nice. Uh, it's got a very, very nice. Um, it, it's got a very, very nice um, a chart here. Uh, it has a buy point at 8528 uh, and it's come right up to that. It's currently at 8371 Now, this is a Canadian company, but they have a lot of a very good, um, uh, you know, they, they have a lot of good coverage in the, um, you know, in, in, uh, in the drilling. Now, as the price of oil goes higher, we're likely to see much more, uh, much more action in drilling. So this is, might be a good area that might be good. Now I don't currently own this stock, but I kind of want to give you kind of an overview of it. I've switched here to the weekly chart. As you can see, we've had some two nice spaces and then we came up here and then another nice space. This has a relative strength of a 99, which is very powerful uh, when, it com when it comes to that. Also, you'll notice they just came through earnings. Sales were up 49%. Now there is an issue with this stock, and of course the symbol on this one is PDS. There is an issue on it, and that is they are still they're, they're starting to get cash flow here. They're starting to get positive cash flow, but they haven't had a, a, an entire year of positive cash flow. So this is one thing that you might want to consider. But the funds are starting to move into it. I definitely like the pattern, and it's looking fairly good. Now let's kind of go all the way back to uh, the month. The oops, the monthly. Let's see if we can let's see if we can see that here. This is the monthly chart. Now, it this stock has been a lot higher in the past. It's been up all the way up here at $600, and then it came down, and now we're starting to see it move back up again. The relative strength on this, 99. So this one might be of interest to you. Just want to put that uh, put put that chart uh, chart out there. The symbol on the symbol on this one uh, is. PDS, and this is one of the actionable ones that I have for you today. I've got four, so let's go through this. This is PDS, and this might be uh, one that you want to possibly take. And there we go. Okay, so let's go to the next stock that we have on the list, and I'm going to put that up here. That is, um, this is a very interesting company. This is a company that is based in all places, Colombia. This is also an oil and gas company, but it's a very large one. And you wouldn't know it because it's not really a household name here in, uh, here in the U.S., but uh, the symbol on this one is EC. Uh, and I, I did a screen today, and this one also looks fairly actionable as well. Um, with this one, we have a very nice, we've had one, two, and this is the third base that it's in, coming up here to a buy point of 1840. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, what I mean by that, this symbol, by the way, is EC. So that's kind of the, that, that's kind of the, let's put that up there. Okay, let's see if I can, if it'll let me, let's see if we can. Yeah, there we go. So this one is symbol on this one is EC, um, and the, so so this this one is EC. This is also another one that I do think is actionable. It's come up. It's above. It's trading above the 200, above the 40, and now also staying very nicely above that 21-day exponential. So the buy point one. This one is 1840. So here you definitely could start nibbling on this one. This one has a very strong relative, you know, the, the relative strength on this is quite good, 94. 
Also, the composite rating on this one is 98. Uh, we had a lot of action today. There seems to be uh, abnormally high amounts of buying on this one. This is a this is an interesting company. It's a Colombian company, uh, basically oil and gas production, but it is a refiner, and that's what's so significant in this market. Right now, there's a worldwide shortage of diesel fuel, and this company refines diesel fuel. Now, it's not in the United States, but it does have the capacity to refine and sell diesel fuel. So this one should probably be benefiting from the worldwide diesel shortage. So that's something that you want to possibly look at. Just want to look at the kind of the fundamentals on this one. Uh, the sales were up 83% in the last quarter, but the profits, and this is really what you got to look at, the profits were up 107%. Just one of the things I kind of, I think this is being discovered by some of the funds. We have increasing fund ownership. Currently, 153 different funds are in this stock. And last in December, that was the last, it was at 139. So we definitely have a nice increase in the number of funds. But interestingly enough, funds only represent 7% of the stock. Interestingly enough, this stock, EC, or I can't even pronounce it, <laughs> it's an ADR, has a price-to-earnings ratio of 7. That means that it is throwing off 15 cents for every share. And this is not an expensive stock, 17.22. Really pretty good. We have a nice accumulation by the funds here. It's a B plus. The SMR rating, A. Uh, and the group relative strength is 96. This is in one of the top groups oil and gas integrated. So that's one you want probably put on your list. Uh, earnings stability also quite high, 87. Now, one of the things that, one of the great things about, even though this is in Colombian company, remember, because oil is priced in dollars, you're going to have a lot of, you are not going to have as much fluctuation on their earnings. So their earnings stability is very, very high relative to other Colombian companies that are not selling oil products. So this one's looking good. It's got a 26% return on equity. And uh, the, the if you look here, it has a growth rate of about 13% on their sales. So very, very nice there as well. Um, that's one that you might want to take a look at. EC is the symbol, EC is the symbol there. Uh, for the EC is the symbol for that one. All right, let's take a look at the next one that I have on the list. This is my old friend British Petroleum, BP. I think everyone's heard of BP. <laughs> it's pretty famous. Um, I'm in this one currently. I do own this one as well. Uh, so this one is, you know, I'm, I'm eating some of my own dog food. There are starting to be some very good opportunities, primarily in the oil and gas sector, uh, that you might be able to take advantage of. That's why I'm kind of putting on these four actionable stocks. But let's take a look at the at the BP chart, and it's looking pretty decent. It's in this consolidation here. This is a cup without handle consolidation, and quite a quite a good uh, quite a good consolidation. Now, I have bought two positions in this one. On the second, that was basically. Uh, on Thursday of last week, I bought a full position, and then I followed it up with another buy of a full position. Now, it's up from that. Uh, my average cost is about $32.70. Uh, uh, currently, we're at $33.20, and we're up in after hours. I do expect this one to move higher. Again, this kind of goes with my theme of companies that not only are involved in exploration, production, but this refining piece is so important because there's a worldwide diesel shortage, BP is a major producer of diesel. 
Also, you'll notice, and this is a mega corporation, you'll notice that the sales were up 40% last quarter, but the profits were up 146%. So this one's looking fairly good. Let's look at the monthly chart to see kind of where it's going. Now, if you look in the Wayback Machine, you look at 2007, that's when uh, that's when we hit we, that's when we hit the high, which would which would be thirty was seventy nine oh one so about eighty dollars a share. Now interestingly enough, two thousand and seven was right before the the downturn, and interestingly enough, there was a lot of there was there was a bit of inflation then. These oil stocks typically do extremely well during inflationary periods, so I do expect this one. This one has quite a ramp. And it could possibly double, uh, even though it's a very kind of kind of a you know it's a it's a well-known stock that's been around forever and a day, but it's set up very very nicely. Currently, 266 funds own BP, and it does have a pretty good uh, accumulation rating of C. Now it's not as good as EC, which has which had a better one, but the composite rating of BP is 98. So that's looking pretty decent in terms of that. Typically you're going to find that this stock will perform best um, in, a, in a period of inflation. So that's an interesting, interesting thing going on there. So let's look at the uh, last one that I have on the list. And this is a kind of a break for me because I've been emphasizing, I've, I've been basically emphasizing um, oil and gas stocks. Now I have one tech stock. Now, now right now tech is out of favor, so that's something that we have to be concerned with. But there is a stock that seems to be making an extremely good move, and that is on semiconductor. And I just want to show you this chart. I think this is a fantastic chart. Now, of course, we don't have nearly. You know, it's not. It's not like an oil stock where we show we show that uh, basically. You know, BP has a has a PE of, of like seven. You know, seven. Uh, uh, you know, EC has a, 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 a PE of seven. This one's seventeen. Not quite as good, but this is an interesting stock. In that, this is a company that makes chips primarily for the automotive sector and a lot of sensors. And there's a tremendous demand for these kind of these kind of chips right now. So. Interesting stock. It is. It is doing well now. I'm not. I don't currently own this one, but I think you got to look at these fundamentals, and I think they're pretty darn good. You've got an in increase in sales quarter over quarter, 31 percent. Look at their profits, 249 percent up. These are the kind of stocks that you want to look at because these are the stocks that are going to give you that that ramp up. Now, there is a buy point on this one at 71.25. Currently it's at 66. So we're below we're definitely below the 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 buy point. But if we draw a line, and this is a reversal line that I'm drawing here, you'll notice and I'm connecting through the dots here, you'll notice that um, this line uh, this it has moved above the reversal line. So this momentary downtrend has been replaced with an uptrend. So currently, it has moved into an uptrend. So this is why I'm so excited about this stock because it is moved into an uptrend. I just want to show you some of the some of the things on on semiconductor. Uh, as we said, um, we are increasing the number of. Look at the number of increasing um, uh, fund ownership. Ownership in December was 1584 funds. In March. 
the first quarter 1627 so it's really going up lots of cash flow here return on equity 32% on this stock now here is a caveat on this one i don't you know this one you want to go in relatively light because right now the semiconductor manufacturers are under pressure but this is an interesting there's an interesting difference here with on semiconductor as opposed to like your nvidia's and all those others ones this one this company does not rely on tsmc taiwan semiconductor manufacturing for its production it produces its own chips and its own so it has its own fab so this one is ba based in uh based in in phoenix arizona does all of its own work. So this is not dependent on any supply chain. So that's one of the advantages in this stock is that it does not have some of the supply chain issues that you have in other stocks. So just with just uh, going over the the ones that I'm looking at right now, these are actionable stocks. Uh, first one, PDS, that's Precision Drilling, Canadian company, doing very, very well. Uh, EC, this is a, this is a, uh, um, uh, this is a Colombian, uh, Colombian integrated company. This is quite a large company in 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 Colombia. Uh, symbol on this one, EC. Also British Petroleum. I think this is a one that you could start picking up. This is a little bit of a, more of a slow mover, but I think that it might work pretty out pretty well for you. Symbol on this one, BP. On semiconductor, of course, this is the one that I really like. Now, of course, it's not in the preferred area like with oil and gas. But there are several things that are looking really good with this one. All right, one last thing. Uh, if you're interested uh, in what I am currently in right now, uh, pretty simple. I've got uh, Chevron. Uh, I've got FLNG. Now, I did make a sale on FLNG today. I sold half my position. I'm also in TBT. This is the... Uh, this is the um, uh, uh, ETF that corresponds with the interest rates on so the 30-year bond. If it's, this goes up, this will typically go up. It's up nicely today. BP, of course, I'm in that one. Uh, and I'm in Baker Hughes. That's off a little bit, but overall quite nice. Uh, also in uh, Shell, uh, I do have a position in Shell and uh, also in another one called GL, um, GLNG, which I want to kind of take a look at just really quickly here, just to show you sort of this one, uh, because this one might be a good, um, this one might be a good uh, uh, one to possibly look at. I think this is actionable right now. This is called Glow, Glow, <laughs> Golar LNG, and uh, here is the chart on it. So this is this is the chart for GLNG. Let's see if we can get that. All right, uh, um, GLNG, uh, and this is a company that transports LNG, uh, which is in tremendous demand right now in Europe. So this has come up right up to the buy point, and it's up after hours. I think this one could pop tomorrow based on this we were up nicely today about 1.38 percent and then it moved past this buy point 26 2660 so i'm pretty confident that we're going to see it move higher tomorrow based on this uh based on this action that we have in here uh also this one not a very not a very widely held stock this is a small stock but look at this 
in March on the last quarter, our sales were up 3%, but more, but the key here is that our profits were up 999%. So basically their 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 fleet is full, but they're able to charge pretty much what they want in the market. 39% is this is held by funds, and if you'll notice, we have an increasing fund ownership, and that's a very, very good thing. Uh, we do have a little bit of a kind of a weird cash flow, but the price-to-earnings ratio on this is an 8. It's a much, much more of a value stock, but look at this. This is a, being accumulated by the funds. It's an A-minus accumulation, and the group relative strength is 95. So this is looking fairly good on the weekly chart. And if we look at the monthly chart, this gives us the monthly for the entire history of it, you'll notice that uh, we are coming back up to where we were back here in 2014, 2015. Very interesting. This was at one time a $60 stock. It does look like it's making a move higher. And look at that relative strength. It's just shooting up. And so that's looking pretty good. So. Um, last but not least, let's show you kind of what I have in the small portfolio right now. Uh, pretty, pretty simple. I did sell uh, FLNG. Now I, I have another position in FLNG, but I did take profits. We 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 were up considerably. Uh, our profit percentage about 15% in about 72 days. Well, actually a little bit less than that. So we did pretty well on that one. Uh, we're currently in the small portfolio. We're only really holding two things. We're just holding the Chevron position and the position in uh, the TBT, which uh, is also another opportunity. I'll show you TBT really quick. TBT. And before we get to your questions, thanks for being so patient. And this is the this is the P TBT. And I do think we entered it right here. There we go. We entered it right here, but we're moving up nicely uh, on this one as well. This is a we entered our position. We bought a half position at about twenty-five seventy-eight. We're currently after hours twenty-six eighty-two. So that's looking decent uh, as well. All right, let's get into some of the questions. Thank you everybody for for holding on here, and uh, let's just get into as many questions as we can, uh, and hopefully that'll be good. All right. Let's look at the spider and the QQQ. All right, now of course the spider uh, is in a downward trend. So let's kind of look at it. We did have a little bit of a bounce, but it is currently in the downward trend. So one of the things you have to look at here is we need to draw a reversal line. Let's do that right now and take a look at kind of look at the action on the spider. So. I'm drawing this trend line. Now, what am I doing here? Well, what this is, is this line here, what it does is it shows the, the, it shows the action. Now, we did have a double bottom in here, which is a good chart pattern, but the double pattern came up to where the trend line was, and it was rejected, and then it pulled lower. So we, before we really are in a good shape and we can actually buy the spider, we have to be way up here at about 445. That's where we've got to be to buy that. Because currently, even though we're up here, even though we're moving up here a little bit, this is a relief rally. So the trend of the spider is downwards. The trend of the S&P 500 currently is downward. We had this little relief rally here, but we're nowhere near where we need to be 
in order to be buying it. So here's the thing I want to say on um, on the spider right now. It's just not you don't you don't want to be buying it because uh, the the overall trend trend um, of the spider is down. <laughs> and as you know, we don't really like to buy anything that's moving lower. So the overall oops, the overall trend and it helps if I can it helps if I can spell here. That's always a good thing. But the overall trend of the spider is down. The overall trend of the spider is down. Now it's come up and then down and then up and then it's it's down and now it's going back up. But I suspect I suspect it's probably not going to be able to move past the 200-day moving average. The 200-day moving average is up here at about 445. So right now, with the spider, I wouldn't be a buyer of the spider. <laughs> so let's look at the QQQ for Lisa. Thank you so much for the question. Uh, now the Nasdaq, it, the QQQ, is the Nasdaq 100, and this typically is where all of the tech stocks live. So let's take a look at that. Same problem with the spider. We have a downward trend. So if we take off, let's take off some of the comments here to make it look easier, some of my notations. If you'll notice, if we start up here uh, at the top, it made its, made its top, the, the QQQ made its top back here in November. And ever since, if we draw the, tr if we draw the line, I'm going to draw the line. This is the reversal line on the QQQ. So the the problem is right now is that the current trend, the current trend on the spider is down. And that's something that we've got to be careful at because it's not a good place to buy the, the QQQ. So QQQ's current trend is down. So one of the things on the QQQ, we just don't want to be buying this at the, because this is the this is the trend of the Qs. It's downwards. Now we did have a low. We made it low here at 280, and we had a little bit of a bounce. But I suspect it's going to go like this, and then it's going to run into some headwinds, and it's going to continue to go down. We can't really buy the QQQ. The QQQ is not going to be healthy until it gets up to about 380. So right now the QQQ is in a downward trend and so it's not a buy. I wouldn't be buying I wouldn't be buying the Qs at this point just because the trend is down. We don't want it we obviously don't want to buy something in a downward trend. It's just it's just too risky uh, to do. But thank you so very much. All right, wish please fundamental analysis so beaten down. <laughs> Okay, um, as you know, James, there's two different kinds of uh, there's two different kinds of analysis. There's technical analysis, and there's fundamental analysis. Now, when looking to buy a stock, what we do with CanSlim as CanSlim traders is we look at both the technical action and the fundamental action. But when we're selling, we always only look at the technicals. So, what do I mean by that? Well, let's analyze a stock. Let's analyze. Um, let, let's analyze Amazon, A-M-Z-N, and of course it's, it was trading up today. So let's look at Amazon. 
and you think, wow, it's it's up after hours. That's a great thing. But let's look at the let's look let's look at the fundamentals on Amazon. All right. So when we're analyzing those fundamentals, we're kind of seeing what's happening in terms of what's going on. Well, interestingly enough, and this is why I I think that the potential even after this split for Amazon is not looking as good as it did is look at this the sales growth is decelerating isn't that interesting so on Amazon the sales growth is decelerating and the profits and this probably is an outlier here but the profits are good but they're not it looks like we may have a profit warning here isn't that interesting so on the fundamental basis right now um, Amazon probably is not looking as good. Now, on the technicals, let's go to the technicals and take a look there. Typically, when I'm buying a stock and looking and screening a stock, I'm always looking to see, is it trading above or below the 200-day line? Well, Amazon is trading below the 200-day line. This, for me, typically is a, um, uh, th this will knock a stock out. Also, another thing that you want to look at if you can see this, is if the 40-day line is crossed below the 200-day. The 200-day is the black one, the 40-day is the red one. And this is definitely the case. Typically when this happens, this connotes a lower, the stock is going lower. And sure enough, that's been the case. It traded down and then up and then, but it's down and, and now it's up. But the trend, the trend here is down. So based on both technical and fundamental analysis for Amazon, it's a no-buy. Interesting, isn't that interesting? How that how that works? But that's kind of how it does. So that is both technical and fundamental analysis. Which platform are you using to analyze these stocks? I typically like to use this platform. It's called um, it, it's called MarketSmith, and it's by. Uh, uh, Investor Business Daily, and what I like about it is that it ha it's very, very flexible for me, and it allows me to identify trends very, very quickly. So, definitely something that uh, you might want to take a look at. It's uh, uh, it's called MarketSmith uh, by um, Investor Business Daily. It's it's a little pricey, uh, but I, I do like it. Uh, so this is called MarketSmith. And I don't get anything from Investor Business Daily. I wish I did, <laughs> because I would be rich. But how many times I've recommended this? But this is this is called uh, this is called MarketSmith, and that is the, that is what we are using here. So thank you for that question, a lot. So let's go to the next one. Thank you for all these questions. Uh, come on. Come on, there we go. Oh, let's look at GLG. This is one of the ones I hold, so I like this one. Let's take a technical analysis of this. GLNG. I just bought this one this morning. I haven't owned this one very long, and um, but I do like the way it's starting to set up. I, I I like I like the way it's starting to set up a lot, and hopefully we can definitely take a look here. It moved up very nicely to 2660 then it based this is in a consolidation base well, if you can see this yeah there we go so this is typically how chocks will trade they will trade up and then they will get to the point where it gets resistance and that's called the pivot so right now the pivot on this one 26 2660 then it starts to move down 
it starts to consolidate and then it hits the bottom of the consolidation and in this case that was about 2118 and then it finds support nobody's willing to sell anymore then it comes back up and then after it moves above this pivot that is a very good place to buy it now right now it's right at the pivot basically the current after hours price 2665 uh, so I do believe based on this chart we're likely to see it move higher tomorrow or stick right about here because there's a lot of upward pressure if you look at the at, at the volume here the volume is starting to come in and people are very interested in this one why well because this stock has um, turn the corner. If you'll notice, we're starting to see sales move up. But what's more important here is profits. Profits are up almost a thousand percent on this one. This basically is a fleet. It's not very big. It's only 13 vessels. It's only 13 of these LNG carriers. Now, why is that so important? Well, the reason that's so important is because they don't have any gas in in um, in in uh, Europe. It's been all cut off by the Russians. The Russians have cut it off. So anybody that can supply gas, and the way of supplying, of course, is with LNG, can can write their own ticket. So basically, you know, here they they basically this company basically has all this pricing power, and they can uh, they can definitely. Um, they can definitely deliver on that. So looking pretty good. Relative strength 99. So can you buy it here? Absolutely. I think you can buy it at this level. I think you. I think you really can buy it at this level. So that's looking pretty darn good in terms of, in in, in terms in terms of that. All right. Let's look at. Uh, let's take one from TikTok. I've been I've been I've been taking my time. Let's see if we have anybody from TikTok that needs a question. Uh, we're not, oh, thank you very much. Let's invite. Uh, okay. Oh, and okay. Hopefully, people are are seeing this. Right. And we joined. Okay, so let's go to the next question on H A L, and that's uh, from Matt. Thank you very much, Matt. Let's look at that. Let's see kind of what's going on. Oops. Well, sometimes it helps. HAL, that's Halliburton, and that's an oil service company. And I definitely like your thinking here, um, Matt. This is the kind of this is the kind of this is what you should be looking for. Why? Because there's going to be a lot of drilling in the near future, and so this is definitely uh, actionable. I think um, we're right below the pivot. The pivot on this one, 42.60. We've made this nice cup pace. We're coming up to that pivot. So this is a good place, possibly, to look for an entry point. Uh, and this is the kind of stock that you want to look for. Um, it's come through earnings. It's up 24% in terms of sales. Profits are up beautiful 84% quarter for quarter. So that's looking very, very strong. Uh, and uh, very, very strong. Okay, question from, um, uh, question from 66 Kelly. Uh, that's and I want to respond. The last one is Halliburton H A L. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. The, the the last ticker that I was showing is G. Oh, I'm trying to put this out. G L N G. There we go. Uh, G L N G and send that over to him. Um, basically, we're also. By the way, if you go to this 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 link, it'll show a heat map. 
uh, as well. But thank you for that question. The last ticker that we showed here was GLNG. This is an LNG carrier doing very, very well. Now, uh, the next, the, the, the one we're talking about now is Halliburton. It's symbol H-A-L, and that is also a good one to look at. Um, up 84% in terms of the profits. Nice pattern. Uh, we have a nice cup pattern, and it's coming up to a buy point. So that indeed is looking very good as well. Um, the about 45, 54% of the uh, owners of this shares are funds, and the, so because we know that, we can look to see what how the funds are are, are trading this. Um, it looks as if yes, and definitely we had been pretty stagnant in terms of the number of funds that are owning it. Back in December, 1459 funds owned Halliburton, but as of the first quarter, 1606. So obviously they know something, and that's something that we can use to our benefit. Uh, the fact of the matter is over 50% of Halliburton are owned by funds, and right now there's increasing fund ownership. So it looks as if the funds are saying this is where we want to be in terms of the market. Now, one of the issues that I do have with this, a little bit of a concern, so I probably wouldn't be a buyer here, it has a little bit of a high P.E. ratio of 34. Not quite as excited about that. I'd like to see a lower P.E. here, but not bad. Return on equity, 17%. Cash flow, $2 per share. So this is looking pretty good. Uh, it, the, the one thing is, it is being accumulated, but it is not the greatest rating that I would like. So here's the thing with Halliburton. Even though it's in upward trend, it's in the right area, I would probably take a pass on this one. I would talk, probably take a pass on this one. All right, so question, and this, this is the question of today. Should we buy Amazon? I would say no. <laughs> it, sound, it sounds so contrary, but I would say no to Amazon. Uh, and the reason why? Well, I'll show you why. We are in a downward trend on, on Amazon. Now, even though they did split, and that was a great thing, we are in a downward trend. So right now, you know, because we're all trend traders here, I would say no, <laughs> no to Amazon. So, so that's kind of that's kind of my that, that's kind of my take on it. I would not be a buyer of Amazon, and I am not a buyer of Amazon because even though it has rallied up to this, um, up to up to the um, the up uh, it, even though it has rallied up to the 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 forty day line, still, it's not a good place to buy it. And why? Because I do believe, based on what I've seen that it is probably, after it shakes out, it's probably going to go lower. Now, it was up today almost 2%, and it's up after hours. And I do think that there will be some people that will buy this. But I think overall, overall, I don't think you want to own it. And why? Because this is typically what happens with stocks, is that they will run up, they will split, and then if there's not a compelling reason they will not regain their upward momentum. So I'd be very, very careful on Amazon, and I would not be a buyer of Amazon at this time. I just, I just wouldn't, unless we see, uh, in, in, unless, unless we see something else. I wouldn't be an, I wouldn't be a, um, um, a, a, a buyer right now. Hey, thank you very much, Lisa. 
Um, I have a Discord. I have a Discord room, by the way, if you're interested. Thank you for, thank you for showing everyone. And I try to analyze as many trades as I can in the morning for the first two hours. We try to analyze them, and uh, it's easy to get on this, by the way, if you're interested. Just put that up here. Just go to www.dallastradingfloor. So thanks very much for that. Thanks for that recommendation. I appreciate it very much. All right, so let's get back to some of the stocks here. All right, all right, let's take a look at HRB. Thanks, Damien. Uh, HRB, let's look at that. <laughs> HRB. All right. H&R Block. Okay, well, very good company. Um, interestingly enough, it looks like it's had a... This is what they call a blow-off top. All right, so I'd be concerned about this one, and here's why. All right, let, looking at the looking at the chart, looking at the the daily chart here, we had this. We came right in. So they had great earnings, and it just took off for the moon, and it looks like it is starting to stabilize. So here's the thing: the relative strength is great. I'm really liking that, but I think you just need time. I I just think that. It's extended, and, and and here's the thing: we typically don't want to buy any more than about five percent above that, that above the the buy point. This is the buy point right here, so really it's not really viable up to here. Now, why would you say, Jim? Well, why why wouldn't you wouldn't you buy it? Wouldn't it be great if if you got it here? Well, here's the problem: when it moves this fast, this quickly, it has a tendency to collapse. So we need time for this to form a base. So here's here's my thinking on uh, on H&R Block. Um, uh, you know, uh, HRB is extended. <laughs> so no, bye. And and the and and the reason is we want to find the the, the 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 thinking here is we want to find stocks that are in the optimal uh, they're in the optimal position for us to, to win. And the best time is right below where the pivot is, about 5% below it, at the pivot, and then about 5% below. Above that, we risk the stock coming back down. Now, if it bases, it forms this base, then we can possibly create a new pivot uh, going up. But right now, I think you've got to be careful with H&R Block. It's extended. And we don't want to be in an extended stock. It came up here very nicely, but it's extended, so there's a there's a little bit of a risk. It was down a little bit today, and it looks like it's down after hours. So I would avoid this one, uh, just because there are other stocks out there that might be a better deal than that one. <laughs> and and HR Block is very good, but I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't be a buyer of it right now. Wouldn't be a buyer of it. We're almost at the end of the time. I bought Amazon last week. Okay, well, very, very good. Very, very good. I, I wish you luck. Now, here's the thing with Amazon, um, and it's moving up, So, so I, I, um, but I would set my stop loss up because it's probably going to retreat um, a little bit here. But, but to a good luck, and I, I wish you all the best on that. Absolutely. Um, all right. Uh, please go. Oh, okay. There we go. Uh, thank you, Lisa. All right. Um, I like buying at the highest and selling at the lowest. No, don't say don't don't say that. Don't say that. Um, 
the, the thing is, it's it's always important. I'm not saying it's gonna. I'm not saying it's gonna do this. Remember, but I have seen this happen so many times. When a stock comes in, to, in like this, what will happen is, it will come in, it will be working, and then it'll split. And then, if the market is not right, the, the what will happen is that the people that own the stock will then start selling off those blocks of stock, and that will push it lower. That will push it lower. Now, typically, if we're if we had a uptrending market, uh, we we ha we are in a confirmed uptrend right now, but the market overall is in a downtrend. Because of that, I think it may be lower two months from now. So just be careful and put your stop loss in. Remember, always, and this is this is an always, 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 never, never let a stock move against you more than seven percent. And the reason why, and believe me, I have, I have, I have, I have, I have uh, gone against this many a time, and, it, and, it's, and I've hurt, I've been hurt for it. So remember, never let a stock move against you twenty more than seven percent. And the easiest way to do that is when you buy the stock, and on a split adjusted basis, of course, you would you would you would divide that, find out what that number is, and put that in there as your stop loss. So it's just easier if you do it that way. Um, if you know, it, it, it just it just it just easier. It just can be easier if you do it that way. So all right, uh, let's. Take the next question. Thank you so much. All right. Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, absolutely. This is the way to go, I believe. I'm standing mostly in energy right now. Yes. Yeah. I um, I think you know. I think we could go up. I I was looking at uh, WEAT this morning. The only problem that I have with this one, I want to show you this the stock. This is the ETF that covers the price of wheat. WEAT. The only problem I have with this one is. I'm afraid that if we get a, and, and, and I'm a, I shouldn't be afraid of this. This would be a great thing, but if we get a if we get a truce in the war in Ukraine, the price of wheat will collapse. It, it absolutely will collapse. So it's a little bit more risk than I want to take on. I'm not saying that it can't move because it's got a nice pattern. Remember, this is the cup with handle pattern. This is a very very good pattern. But here's the thing. I think your better bet right now is to. Um, is to move into uh, into one of the fertilizer stocks, uh, and I think the best one right now, f at least from my at least from my uh, viewpoint, is ICL, and this is the uh, this is this is set up quite nicely as well. Let me show you the chart on this one. The, instead of going into wheat, I would kind of recommend this because this has a cup with handle. It's pulled below, but uh, this was but. We have an uptrending relative strength line, and this is going to be even if the the wheat situation is solved, this one is going to continue probably to continue to go up because of their sources. This company has sources of of fertilizer components from Africa, and it's a very interesting stock. So, uh, and, it's, and it's by the way, it's not very expensive. It was it's up after hours, almost three percent uh, at eleven fifty four. This is actionable right now. Uh, and the, sim the symbol on this one uh, is, let's put it up there, it is ICL. That is the symbol for this one, ICL. I don't own this one, but uh, I'm looking to possibly do a position. I'm trying to keep my number of positions really kind of small. That helps me a lot because it's hard to follow everything, uh, everything on here. All right, let's two or three more. 
Uh, Charles, thank you very much. TGA. Let's look at TGA. TGA. And here we go. All right. Transglobe Energy. I really like this chart. This is a good chart. By the way, if you're looking for a... Um, you know, this is definitely uh, something. This is a this is a quote unquote penny stock, but it, because it's under ten dollars, but it looks really good. This has got a very nice cup based on it. Uh, five, uh, five twelve. It's in the right sector. Absolutely, it's in the right sector. Look at this buying action here. I'm kind of going through this pretty quickly. Nice volume here. Notice this red line here. This is average volume. So this is exceeding average volume every day one two three four five five days in a row looking very strong this is a very strong pattern i agree with you 99 relative strength this is actionable definitely can buy this one thank you for this uh, this is a good this is a good symbol tga uh is a good symbol it's looking good this is the weekly chart and also we have oh it's a 99 relative strength and look at this wow nice sales beautiful profits yeah Cash flow is strong, extremely good P.E. ratio. It's a four. <laughs> That's amazing. Return on equity, 25%. This is, a, this is a good stock. Very, very good one. So everybody out there, if you're interested, this one is totally actionable. TGA. TGA. So very good stock. All right. Uh, let's, it's probably the last question. Midwest Farmers are three months behind on planning. Absolutely. Um, I know. Yeah, absolutely right. And so, and fertilizer is incredibly expensive. So I agree with you. Yeah, there's going to be, there's going to be, but the problem is if, you know, if they can't produce the wheat, they can't sell it. But the fertilizer, on the other hand, the fertilizer on the other hand, they're going to have to use that uh, because, you know, and that's the real, and that's the real thing. It's, I think it's the fertilizer play more than a wheat play because it's not just wheat that is, uh, not being planted. It's corn. It's a lot of other things. But they're going to have to use fertilizer, and I do believe that's going to be a big deal. All right, let's get... Oh, okay, last question. Why did... <laughs> good question. Well, why did Amazon not hit 150 today? Very good question. The reason I believe, and this is just a speculation, is because once it's gone through its, its split... It's their people are going to be selling off the the odd lots, and so it's very unlikely. I think that it's going to hit 150, and I know that sounds very strange to you. That you know why would this be? Well, I don't think this is going to hit 150 anytime soon. So just kind of a kind of a deal. All right, one last one last symbol. Let's take a look at Tesla, TSLA. This is uh, of course. Uh, you know, obviously, last year, I, I mean, the year before last and last year, I've done very well in this stock. I don't own any Tesla now. I've sold out completely, and I'll show you why I am sold out on this one. And is because Tesla is, and this is, I'm looking at the weekly chart here, it's currently trading below the 200-day moving average. So we don't want it be, we don't want it to be there. Relative strength is only 55. So it's it's 714. It's just been bouncing around. Here's the problem with Tesla and why it has so much difficulty making a stand. The this line here is the the high the higher high 914. It based and then it came above here. People started buying it here, but 
there's a lot of people that are still trapped up here. They own these shares. So every time Tesla rallies, there are sellers. So this is the why, this is the problem right now with Tesla, is that we have a tremendous amount of overhead supply. So, you know, Tesla has overhead supply problems. So that's really the problem here with Tesla. It's, oops, it's got these overhead supply problems and it's just very, very difficult for it to make a move above, uh, above this level. So it's pushing the price down. Every time we're getting a rally in Tesla, we're seeing it move lower. Well, I have come to the end of, the, of my time. Unfortunately, I could go on for hours. So appreciate everybody's, uh, so appreciate everybody's questions. Absolutely great questions here. By the way, if you're not already on the free action trailer, super easy to get on there. All you have to do, of course, is go to www.dallastradingfloor.com. By the way, uh, if you're looking, if you look down here, we have a new stock market heat map, and it's easy to get. By the way, if you're also looking on TikTok, you can go to this QR code. It'll bring you right to where this is. This is free, by the way. Uh, and so you can get you can get access to that too uh, on that. So until tomorrow at five o'clock, I'll be back once again. Thank you so much, uh, everybody, and uh, hopefully everyone is doing good this week. Um, you know, I'm, we're starting to come back in the market right now. You got to be very very careful. Try to avoid the tech issues as much as you can. I know it's tempting. Uh, and look at the oil and gas, because that's where the strength in the market is right now. And uh, if you can do that, you're probably going to be a lot happier, uh, because it's just really hard to fight that tape. So uh, the best thing to do right now is to be looking uh, at the oil and gas area. That's really kind of where you want to look for your winners. All right. Well, thanks, everybody. Um, I hope to. I hope to. Uh, everyone's doing well. I'll be back tomorrow at 5. Happy trading.